0: Everybody, We are Matt and Kevin, and welcome to Season 3 of the Believe Overwatch League Podcast from the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Please like, rate, and subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can also find us on all social media at Believe in
1: OWL and at Believe.com. This week, we talk about NFTs overwatch 2 and the beginning of the overwatch league
0: hello hello everybody welcome to the very first episode of this season of the believe in overwatch league season four um again i did not have time to update the theme song or whatever i'll I'll try to get that done this weekend um but i was (laughs) i was sitting in the festival watching this like me and it was fun because me and and one of my co-workers at the festival eric are both into the league so we were both like sitting there watching and one of our friends is like why are you both watching the same thing on different screens like why don't you just watch it on one screen and we had to explain to her uh we're we're actually earning our overwatch league tokens right now so yeah (laughs) it was not the ideal way to to watch the overwatch league um i didn't actually like have time to really focus on it as much so i had to watch it when i got home earlier this week but it was fun having someone besides kevin to talk to about these things not that i'm replacing you kevin you're not replaceable but how have you how have you been besides what we talked about in the uh, the news of the week section
1: yeah uh, it's been pretty pretty interesting here um, as well i mean escape room uh, escape room stuff, you know. Still learning the new stuff that they put into our escape rooms. we had to learn about the over overarching story of of the uh, of the red door stuff. Um, but for for me as well, like it's just a good change. There, I've been trying. I've been like in my downtime working on my stream setup again. Um, I want to get back into it. I, I got a new mic um, and. I, I just want to get back into, you know, like being in front of an audience and talking to people mm-hmm. again. Um, I feel like the escape room really did that for me. It's like, Hey, I, I need to, I need to be in front of people and like talk. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that was a lot of fun. Um, I mean,
0: theaters, th- that's what theaters doing for me. Yeah. It's
1: yeah. just like getting in front of people and just talking um, just all important stuff. So I, I hope that that is, uh, I, I hope that becomes something that happens in the near future uh preferably uh pretty soon cuz I got a lot of I got a lot of new tech that I want to try. Um but yeah, I hope uh I I hope to bring that to everybody pretty soon. So, um fingers crossed. We will we'll see how it goes.
0: All right. So, so getting into the league section of the week. This again, this is going to be not our it mean, sucks for our first episode, but not our usual like league coverage mostly because it's just been a busy week for both of us. Um, but we'll try to cover as much as we can. So to just tr- to start off, I guess to recap the um the results, here's here's what we had so far. Um Thursday's matches. The Gladiators took the New York Excel three to one. The San Francisco Shock got 3-0 over the Paris Eternal. The Florida mayhem lost one to three to the Atlanta Rain. Moving on to Friday, the San Francisco Shock continued their European domination and just 3 of the Spitfire. Um the Boston Uprising took 3 to 2 over the Vancouver Titans and the Dallas Fuel lost 0 and 3 to the Houston Outlaws. Moving on to Saturday, Toronto Defiant went 1 and 3 against the Washington Justice. The Atlanta Rain took a 3-0 over the New York Excelsior and the Boston Uprising lost 1 to 3 against the Gladiators. And then for Sunday, which had four matches instead of three. Um, the London Spitfire took 3-0 over the Vancouver Titans. The Paris Eternal lost one to three against the Florida Mayhem. The Dallas Fuel redeemed themselves and took a 3-0 over the Washington Justice. And the Toronto Defiant took a 3-2 over the Houston Outlaws. Um, just some, I, I watched a couple of these matches. And again, I was watching during work um but something i noticed was that like i was not i don't know why i wasn't expecting this but like they were already on overwatch 2 it wouldn't have made sense looking at it now for them to go overwatch 1 then switch to overwatch 2 but we have an overwatch 2 build so far um it's i don't know if this is what it's going to look like when overwatch 2 is actually released or if they're just playing on a beta that's similar to what everyone else is playing so we're on we're on Overwatch 2 we're on 5v5 we have push mode in there um sojourn is playable despite being such a new character which like i remember rem- I, if i'm remembering correctly kevin like in previous seasons of the league whenever a new character is released they don't really immediately get put into competitive for the league correct
1: Yeah, usually it takes a little bit of time uh, before we go ahead and like introduce a new character or put a new character in so
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um, definitely interesting to see it's like you know available right out the gate.
0: Yeah, we didn't see anyone I don't as far as I was watching I didn't see any actual sojourn play I saw like just some early spawn room picks, people just kind of messing around and picking the sojourn so I have yet to actually see a a good gameplay with her um but it was interesting for me seeing the um the meta that was starting to form like with doom i wasn't sure how doomfist would play as a tank um but doomfist was getting a, a lot of really good value from people like like dante like i did not expect dante to be on a tank but dante was playing tank which was really surprising but also really fun because he was doing a really good job with his Doomfist. It was kind of a one trick thing he didn't really switch off Doomfist. Um the meta that I was seeing develop at least for now is it, it's mostly going to be it was mostly Winston and Doomfist um and then for DPS it was a lot of Genji and Soldier 76, maybe a Widow if you need some uh some, some sniping capability um and then for healer for healers you had a lot of lucio ana and then maybe a zenyatta um i think i definitely think that ana is going to be a huge huge pick in the healing line mainly for her utility because one you can the, the the nano boost is really an essential um boost to like your tanks or your dps like you can get her an even stronger winston or an even stronger boosted more sturdy doomfist if you're diving in plus the sleeps on on something like a soldier 76 or a genji ult or a winston ult have been like really key throughout this weekend um soldier 76 i think is 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 an interesting pick in the meta like I mean, in your games playing Overwatch 2, Kevin. Who, have, what have you seen as a developing meta, if anything?
1: I mean, I thought the I thought the Arissa pick was like the go-to for a lot of players, just because um, it, it is a skill shot now. But if you happen to hit it, it it does like net one kill. Um, but I do see the appeal of of Winston. I understand why people would be playing that. You have um, you have that option to go ahead and like, you know, you have the range to go and hit things and so on and so forth so right. i think that that's another thing that they got to keep in mind mm-hmm.
0: i mean i think every tank really got some play this weekend like i did see a reinhardt once or twice there was a couple sigma picks a, a lot more zarya than either of those two one or two road hogs also not actually not hammond I, I i'm gonna stand i'm gonna correct myself here i didn't see a lot of hammond being played um but it it seems right now, at least dive is dive is is reigning supreme as as the pick. Um, not the greatest news for me because I don't like playing dive. So whenever um, Overwatch Two comes, I'm gonna have to get used to that. Um, but I I really am surprised to see how viable Doomfist is as a tank um just with like he is fairly sturdy now like especially with his new block move um plus like the, the ability to combo and, and take some huge damage into the other teams and get some really quick, quick quick kills as long as he's like supported by his team um that was really surprising to me personally yeah i
1: i'm just really excited to see what all these teams happen to bring out i mean um like not only is it like new meta but also just like the difference of characters and like right. you know the different new people to go ahead and root for um and obviously new metas that are going to be forming so yeah, uh, definitely also, like, something to look forward to yeah like the the shock in general you know they they are O2 blast plus violet now so that that is just something that you got to keep in mind there's no you know you can't just go out and root for you know super anymore you have to like just understand that there's a bunch of stuff going on everywhere
0: right right um i will say like i I did watch one of the ones of course i watched was the battle for texas this was a this was the the houston outlaws hosting the dallas fuel this time um and it was really interesting because they they brought malik back which fantastic i love malik i think he i'd never think i thought he never should have been let go i thought he did his job very well Um, but they also had this in person and it was, it was just, it was such a, even though we weren't there, like it was such a much better experience hearing like the crowd cheering in the background whenever something big happened, as opposed to kind of just the silence that we've been getting, we've gotten used to over the past two years of the league, like just listening to the game music, um, the sound effects and the casters or whatever. It's been, it's been fairly, uh, how, how should I say it? It felt a little bit uneventful and less energetic, but now with the crowd cheering, like it feels like a sport again, as opposed to you just watching people play the game. I mean, it's always been a sport, but it, it feels more legitimate in that fact. Um, And in regards to the casting, I'm still not a fan of, of Danny. I don't... I think Danny's not good at his job. I don't think he's good at his job. I think his interviews are really bad and he's just very awkward and doesn't really know how to interview very well. In spite of him having done this for so long, I think they just kept him because he can speak Korean and he's familiar to overwatch league viewers. Like, I think it was the, after the Atlanta rain and New York Excelsior match. I want to say it was the Atlanta rain who were playing, but like, whoever it was is it was he was interviewing was not a very like expressive person he was just kind of like doing the interview as a matter of course it felt like he just kind of wanted to get out of there and do his own thing i mean then danny's like asking him are are, are you even happy that you won he's like well yeah of course i'm happy it's just like that's that doesn't seem like a very good question to ask somebody after they've won you know
1: yeah it's like it I, I do I don't want to say like I agree with you because like I don't I don't know it like I don't know if Danny's gonna come up and you know make me hug somebody. Um <laughs> but I, I do think that honestly like it if you wanted to find somebody who can speak English and Korean who is also like about the league and are willing to like, you know, bring that host duty to your to your cast. I'm pretty sure if you put out a casting call, somebody will pick up. Um, mm-hmm. not me I, I don't know Korean but yeah. you know it you could probably find somebody who's on the same level um and yeah I, I mean I, I do feel like um the the presence is really important too it's just like the the ability to um like not only hold your ground but also still be entertaining and mm-hmm. be enthusiastic about what you're doing is really important um especially as a caster, like there's not a lot of people who can do that. So like, just, just make sure that like, if you love your job, if you love your, just don't do it just for the paycheck. There's a lot of stuff that you can do.
0: I mean, speaking of that, like, I love Sylvia. I think she's great. I think she's a very necessary part of the team. And I think this may just be her being pregnant, but like, it really feels like she's just kind of phoning it in and like very disinterested to be there at this point like if you watch her during the watch point stuff it it doesn't again i think this might just be that she's pregnant and about to pop any day now um but it really does feel like she's just there for the paycheck like she doesn't really have the same energy and like upbeatness to it she just kind of seems like she's just sitting there talking which, I mean, she's done before, but at least she she felt like she was having fun before. Um, although this this season of the league may, marks a much wider female presence in, in the casting. Like we have, um, I think we have three female pairs in casting right now, which is a very, it's a very necessary, I think, improvement to the desk talent. Um still strange that they didn't keep some people like, Sideshow and Bren, but so far from what I've heard, I'm very happy with the, the quality of the casting and like the variety of, of energy that has been there and just having a, a, a non white male presence as your casters.
1: Yeah, I do agree. Like it's really refreshing to see, uh, you know, newer talent kind of make their way through and, um, you know, have have enough representation to go around you know that's also really important um and yeah i, I just think that that's really really good that you know the overwatch league is at least taken a peek at it
0: mm-hmm. um and so for i guess the 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 last thing we're going to talk about for this very short gameplay episode is um is probably the biggest story of the weekend have you played the uh the Circuit Royal map in Overwatch 2 yet, Kevin?
1: Circuit Royale, No, I have it?
0: Okay, so that's the one that I think is in Monaco. That's with like you're you're pushing the race car. Um, but what oh. the the Florida Mayhem did was right when the match started, they came out of the door. They did a maywall to like one of the really high roofs, and then put a symmetric teleport on top of that, and then just kind of cut through. Uh, a, a large portion of the very beginning of the map and just kind of pounced the the Paris Eternal from behind. Um, apparently this was an illegal move because according to Sean Miller, and this is his tweet, while we understand this was a fun play, the ruling here is that using a Maywall to reach unusable locations with the symmetric teleport is an exploit and has never been allowed in owl matches. This rule has been shared with the teams and players prior to the start of the season. Um and, and the the weirdest thing about this is like, if this is such a blatantly illegal move, they waited until they they let uh, Florida finish their attack. They waited until Paris did their attack. And then they decided to redo the match, but it took them a whole twenty minutes, or not the match. They redo they redid. Florida's attack, but it took him a whole like 20 minutes to set that up, which was just a lot of downtime. And it left people feeling very angry, like one, okay, if this was an illegal move, why did you let them finish the entire match and then decide to do it again? Um, Like that steamroll, that, that surprise and, and just having to compete with that and then do the match again, really probably took a toll on the Paris Eternal and they probably didn't play as well as they could have. And also like if this was illegal, you should have stopped it at the beginning. Um on Paris's part, why why did you execute this move? Did they know it was illegal? Or were they just trying to get away with it? Um and then the fans for their part were saying, why is this illegal? Like this is so is is being fun and being creative not allowed in Overwatch anymore? And and this is why the game is dying because fun things like this aren't allowed in the game. Um, Just a a very strange moment overall. I feel like it wasn't handled as well as it could have been handled by by both the league and I guess the Paris Eternal. Or not the Paris Eternal, the Florida Mayhem. Although just for my part, I think, honestly, I think if the game... If it's possible in the game, it should be allowed.
1: Yeah, I, I do agree with that too. I I don't think that uh. I don't think that that was a a problem. Um, if anything, it it's on the developers and the organizers of of Overwatch League to stop that match. Um, if you see something that is, you know, like that, that is something that the refs need to call they they watch this and they're like okay yeah that shouldn't have happened um you need to either rerun it like whatever whatever is a part of the game like you you stop the game you say okay you can't do that give them a warning and then run it immediately back you don't wait this long in order to like change mm-hmm. how the game is played um and i i do think that you know on overwatch 2's part or the league's part they should have stepped in um it it is once again something that is uh it's more of a tournament organizing and tournament refereeing thing that you have to keep in mind um and i do think that that is the that is the way how it should be announced you know it should it's not just like doing it for the sake of you know just being a buzzkill like there's a there's a lot to go on you know um right and i i do i do think that they needed to make that call early
0: either way i mean even even with the um redoing the attack like the florida mayhem still took the round they still took the match i i think the paris eternal did put up a good fight and i think there is an argument there as to whether if they had stopped the match when they should have, it's possible that the Florida Mayhem might have either stalled them out better or just performed better on this map overall because they're not. Again, like I said, they're not. They're not reeling over this like very sudden, unexpected exploit of the game. Um, but yeah, that was, I guess, that's the that was the the biggest Overwatch League story of the week, I think overall in general, my impressions of watching Overwatch 2 in the league are that um I do miss having a second tank just because of a lot of the different synergies that were available with the different tank ultimates. Um it's a definitely it's a very fast game. It's a a lot faster than um than Overwatch one just I don't know if it's because a lot of teams are playing dive and it's inherently a faster play style. If anything, um, I think. I think. What was I saying? Um, fuck.
1: <laughs> it happens. It, 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 okay, it's faster play style. Um, I.
0: I really don't miss having to watch two CP matches just because they. They went over. Just so many times. It's you can get a, a whole game done in in under two hours which is is very nice um especially when you're trying to watch multiple matches in a a weekend It, it allows you that flexibility and it doesn't it's not so much of a time commitment um i don't know whether or not it's just the observers aren't the same and they're they might not be as good or if it is just the speed at which overwatch is played it's a lot dizzier to watch it, I think it's it's just, it moves at such a breakneck speed. Um, and like, I used to be able to watch the Overwatch League at like 1.5 speed and follow it just fine. I tried that to, to get as many matches as I could watching this weekend. I couldn't do it. It's just, it's so fast, it started to give me a headache. So, um, I, I do think that playing on the Overwatch 2 build is an encouraging sign that it'll be more action-packed and in a faster-paced game. Um, although I, I, again, I really wish we still had two tanks.
1: Yeah. It's one of those things where like, hopefully we could all get used to what the league is given and we don't have to just like sit here twiddles and pray that it, that it works. Um, I, I just hope that we get more out of it, uh, later down the line and that, that becomes something that, you know, we could enjoy as a game, not just like just sitting here and praying that it works, you know.
0: Right. Also, if you didn't get your Overwatch 2 drop or Overwatch 2 beta drops from watching the league this weekend, you do have another chance. You can sign up for their their email raffle or whatever <laughs> distribution that they're trying to do. Um so best of luck with that. Anything you want to end this very short gameplay episode with Kevin?
1: Um yeah. I, I If you, if you're a tournament organizer, stop the game when you can, uh, don't like, don't let them play another round. Just, just stop the game, uh, and, and just allow teams to go ahead and like finish it up. But honestly, um, I, I hope that, you know, we, it, it may seem kind of weird right now because it is, um, you know, the, it, it is the start of the league. We have a lot to worry about, but I hope that we can, uh, we can finish and and like at least start the lead off on like a good a good note, you know.
0: Right. Um. Well, guys, thank you for tuning into this short and and weird gameplay episode. Well, I I promise we'll do better next week. Now, when we have time to actually watch some of the episodes and and create a new theme song. Um. But thank you again for for tuning in as always. Um watch the games hope you're enjoying the league hope you're enjoying seeing overwatch 2 and and seeing it in a competitive scale hopefully um the success of the league means that we'll have some some live stuff and then maybe kevin and i can go hang out in that actual overwatch game which would be fun but
1: i mean yeah they had that they had the land right in uh in texas yeah yeah so yeah i i do think that if we do happen to get more homestands again Uh, we're definitely going to have a lot to look forward to and hopefully we can meet up and do that all over again Um, either you come down or i'll come back come up there yeah yeah one of the two has to happen
0: all right guys thank you for joining us for this week and we will catch you next week adios
1: Next week, we update you on the Overwatch League and the world of gaming. Thanks for listening to
0: this week's episode. If you like what you hear, please like, rate, and subscribe to us on all your favorite podcast platforms and follow us on all social media at Believe in OWL. Questions or comments? Please send us an email at believeinowl at gmail.com. If you'd like to advertise with our show,